Welcome to The Central Garden. I am the Central Seductress, owner and operator of The Central Garden, also known as Mistress Alluring in the BDSM kink circles or community. My podcast has adult content. It is not intended for children. If you are not at least 18 years of age or older, please find something else to do. My podcast is not safe for work. And it's not safe for speakerphone if you're not in the car or with other adults. So please respect the little people and not share this with them. And now, let's get into it. So today's topic is a two-in-one. What do you want? And accountability. So let me start with what do you want? When I say what do you want, I'm asking as far as in the kink and BDSM lifestyles. Those are the only lifestyles that I can speak to. I can't speak to swinging or any of that. So let's just keep it in the context of kink and BDSM. Now, I've heard many conversations where people who, who people have said, I want this, or I want that, or can we do this, and can we do that? And I'm not going to go into specifics because I want to keep this as general as I can for right now. But I will get into specifics in a little bit. So you state your wants. Or as some people will say, you state your ask with an S on the end of it. So a group of people get together, put together what you asked for. Not everything, but let's say seven out of 10 were done. So now what you wanted what you ask for is presented to you right there in arm's reach. All you got to do is come out. Now, remember, this is the thing that you said that you want. All you got to do is come out. That's it. We're not getting into monies and all of that right now. We're just talking about all you got to do is come out. But you won't do that. Instead, you'll sit in the background, in the cut, in the corner. Talk bad about it. Talk bad about the people who did it. 
Now, in this, you were given the opportunity to participate in building the thing that you want or that you said you want. You didn't lift your hand. You didn't give your time. You didn't give your talent. You didn't give any of that. But the thing is still presented to you. And yet you still complain. Why? Why? Are you complaining because you didn't do it? Are you complaining because somebody beat you to the punch? Are you complaining because nobody asked you to hit it up? Are you complaining because you didn't get all 10 of your ass, but you got nine or eight or seven? Are you complaining because there may be people that help build the thing that you didn't want to help build the thing? Hmm. That one right there, I probably just stepped on the toe or struck a nerve. But see, what we have to understand is we can ask for a thing. And we have to understand that when given a thing, it's not going to be perfect. It's not going to be completely tailored to you. It'll have some things that'll pique your interest, but it won't have everything. For an example, all of us go shopping, be it online or be it in person. We all shop, be it for groceries, clothes, electronics, whatever. We all shop. We're looking for a specific thing. We go to this store, they don't have it. We go to this website, they don't have it. We go to this store, they have it, but the price is a little bit too high. So we go to this website, they got it, but the price might be a little bit too cheap. And I know for some of us, if the price is too low, we worry we're not going to get that thing because that thing may be defective when we get it home or when it's delivered to us. So we will leave that thing where it is and go back to the last place we found the thing that was kind of expensive and we're going to get that. See, now we get into the money part. Now we get into the money part. So is it that the thing that you said that you wanted cost too much? Or are you not getting enough perks in the thing? Because what I have found over the years, everybody, yep, and I said everybody, may not be you, but in all groups, there's somebody looking for the discount, the hookup, the low, low. Some people might even try to do the barter thing. Well, I'll do this if I can get in for free. What? Wait. 
how 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 this gonna work out? And then instead of talking to the person who has built the thing that you said that you wanted or created the thing that you said that you wanted, you'll talk bad about that person or those people. What kind of sense does that make as adults? Come on, y'all. We got to do better. We have to do better. So now let me get more specific because I know y'all probably like, she rambling. What is she talking about? So let me get more specific. For most of us, we know that the BDSM kink community is oftentimes separate and unequal. This is not to offend anyone. I'm giving you the straight up truth from my perspective. Depending on where you live, the BDSM and kink community may be majority non-BIPOC, non-LGBTQ. So what we have to do as BIPOC people or as people who are identifying as LGBTQ plus, we have to create a safe space in whatever is already done or outside of what's already done for us. Let me repeat that. Create a safe space in what's already established or outside of what's already established for us. And when I say for us, I'm saying BIPOC, Black, Indigenous, People of Color, and LGBTQ+. plus. Because here's the thing that some of us don't realize. Even when you are under the BIPOC umbrella, you can still identify as a person who is of the LGBTQ plus community. If you are of the LGBTQ plus community, you can still identify as a person who is BIPOC. And for those of you who want somebody to water down their sexuality so that you can be okay. I hate to tell you this, but you got the game all fucked up. No one should have to water down who they are so you should be okay, so you can be okay. Basic human decency. That's all you got to do is treat people. You may not agree with it. You may not like it. But no adult should have to water themselves down or hide their sexuality or whatever it is so that you can be okay with accepting them as a BIPOC person. It just shouldn't have to be like that. 
So now let me get back on topic before I go off into a whole nother tangent. And then y'all going to be really looking at y'all phones and like, okay, so she done lost her mind. No. So we know that BDSM and kink is predominantly white in most places. We know that the spaces are nine times out of 10 run by cisgender heterosexual white men. We know this in most instances. We also know that sometimes when you go in these places as a BIPOC person or a person under the LGBTQ plus umbrella, it's not always welcoming. It's not always welcoming. So what we have to do is get together and create a welcoming space for us. Now, this is where the accountability comes in. Stay with me. A space is created for you. However you identify, but a space is created for you. But because that space has multiracial, trans, gay, bisexual, non-binary. You don't want to come to that space because that space is not what you thought it was going to be. Well, what did you think it was going to be? You said you wanted a thing. A thing was presented to you and now you still won't support the thing because it does not specifically cater to everything that you wanted. Hmm. Are we selfish now? I'm just saying. I'm just saying. So let that marinate. Let that marinate in your in your spirit. Let that just just sit with that thing and think about that. Now let's talk about this accountability thing. Because this is a word that I know in the last three years, a lot of people are using this word. And there's nothing wrong with using this word. But we still have a lot of people who won't or cannot understand the word. I've seen people get up and give speeches about <clears throat> holding yourself accountable. Or when somebody uh, notices that you make a mistake, own it and move on. But they don't do the same thing. Everybody wants everybody to everybody else to be accountable for their words and their actions and their deeds, especially when they run amok. But everybody is not going to own that accountability. Some people will make it all about somebody else. Well, if they hadn't done this, then I wouldn't have done that. Let them worry about what they did. You worry about what you did and own it. He said that again. Let them worry about what they did. You worry about what you did and own it. It does not make you a bad person. It does not make you an evil person. It does not make you a horrible human being. 
it does none of that. But owning your shit can gain you some respect that you did not have at first. Owning your shit and then doing course correction can gain you some acquaintances or some friends that you did not have before. Owning your shit and doing the work to course correct and trying not to do that thing again can get you indoors that you may not have been able to get into before. Because the people will see that you're doing the work. You're intentionally doing the work to change your course, to change your mind. But not being accountable, denying, blaming it on everybody else will get you voted off the island quicker than you can walk to the front door. Not taking ownership of what you did or what you said. You can lose your friends. You can lose your associates. You can lose the thing that you said that you wanted. Because now you're seen as someone who refuses to own their shit. So if you refuse to own your shit, guess what? Now... No one can trust you. Now people looking at you sideways. So those friendships and those acquaintances that you had, those bridges that you have built, you have now set that shit on a slow burn. Because now people watching you. They're watching what you say. They're watching how you move. And when this thing becomes a pattern behavior, guess what? Bye, Felicia. It doesn't matter how many good ideas you come with, how much money you got, how much influence you think you may have. When you don't own your shit, real people don't want to be bothered with you. Because now you're sneaky, you're manipulative, you're a bully. You're unteachable. You have tunnel vision. Sometimes somebody might say, uh-uh, they mental. You're not aware. You just out here. And then it becomes a thing where you won't own your shit and you want to be connected to people who are aware, who do own their shit, but you want to still be connected to them and run with them. But nobody trusts you to do the right thing. So if something were to arise and you're put on the spot, now the people have to wonder, are you going to do the right thing? Are you going to back backpedal? And I get it. None of us get it right all the time. Mm, we don't. 
we don't get it right all the time. And taking accountability for your stuff, it hurts when you have to look in the mirror and be like, damn, I fucked up. Or when you have to sit on the shoulda, coulda, woulda couch. Or when your your people tell you, you know what? I can't rock with you right now. You did some foul shit. I, I just can't rock with you right now. Give me some time. I need to process this. Your invites to the social gatherings, to the parties, to the this, to the that, they start just coming in slowly. Or you just may not get invited. Because people who walk in awareness, people who are intentionally trying to do good and trying to do the self-work, they really don't want to be bothered with somebody who is unaware, who is unteachable, who refuses to acknowledge their part in a thing. Because that begins to weigh heavy on them. Because now it's, can I have a conversation with this person? Do I have to watch my words with this person? How do I know this conversation isn't going to get twisted? How do I know that only my part of the conversation will be told and they're not going to say what they said or what they did? When you don't take ownership of your shit, you put other people in a bad spot. Because now it's their responsibility to clean up the mess that you make. And I'm going to tell you, the only cleaning that I like to do is behind me and the people that's in my household. I don't like to clean up other folks' stuff. Especially not other folks that are grown. I don't, mm -mm, nope. You can't make me. As my cousin said, you can't make me what to do. So at what point does a person get to when they say, damn, I fucked up. I really need to check myself. Let me apologize. Let me take ownership of my part. I don't care what everybody else did, but I'm going to clear up my shit. Because I don't want nobody looking at me crazy. That's what I'm talking about with accountability. See, sometimes we're so worried about what everybody else is doing that we don't see what we are doing. And then when we get called to the carpet and our feet are held to the fire, we want to backpedal it. We want to say it was somebody else's fault like we too. Well, Johnny got some candy, so I thought it was okay for me to get some candy. No, Johnny asked for permission to get the candy. You just went because you saw him. As... I know a lot of y'all probably didn't heard this from your parents or your grandparents or your aunts or your uncles. So you mean to tell me if everybody decided to jump off a bridge, you're going to jump too? That's what accountability is. Holding yourself 
to a standard of awareness and ownership. Don't worry about what everybody else did. So what? Everybody said the N-word, but you was the only one being called out on it. Own it, apologize, course correct, and move on. Because guess what? When you own your shit and you apologize, most people will be like, all right, we still cool. Just don't do that again. But when you deny, backpedal, blame, shift, make excuses, all that other stuff. Okay, so that's what you want. So this is what we're going to do. I'm going to deal with you with a long handle spoon. I'll speak to you. If we're in group conversation, I'll continue to engage in the conversation. But as far as us being one-on-one, that'll never happen again. Why? I can't trust you. And when people don't trust you, they don't want you around. And if you are still around because some people still trust you, the other people who don't trust you, they looking at you, they're watching you. Because guess what? They're waiting for you to do the next fuck up because they know it's coming. And if you are surrounded with people who are what I call your A-man corner and they're not checking you on your bullshit, you hanging around the wrong folks. Because if you need to be the top dog everywhere you go, and you need an A-man corner that's going to uphold you in your room, we're going to need y'all to stay over there. Way over there. Because with people who are aware, who are intentionally doing the work, who have apologized, did the course correction, asked the questions, went and did the self-study. People who are truly aware don't want to be bothered with the foolishness of you. People who are truly aware are not about to coddle you and hold your hand and uphold you in your wrong. Even if you didn't wrong them, you wronged somebody. And I get it. We're all human. We're all flawed. Nobody is perfect. We're all going to make mistakes. We're going to get the shit wrong. We're going to fuck up. I've said it time and time again. We're so busy trying to be politically correct, trying not to step on each other's toes, trying not to offend each other. We're tripping over ourselves. But you got to remember, every day is a learning process. Every day you get a new opportunity to learn something different, be it about yourself, somebody else, or about a thing. Every day you get a different opportunity to learn, but also every day you get a different opportunity to be more aware of who you are, what you say, what you do, how you say it. 
I know all of us have heard it's not what you say, it's how you say it. Guess what? That is true because tone matters. People say you can't read tone through a text or through a writing. That's not necessarily true because if I know somebody and I've been spending time with somebody and I know their temperament, oh yeah, I can read your tone because I know how you talk. But we have to do better as human beings. We have to do better as adults. We got to do better. When you fuck up, you can't. Well, I need to get all these people in the boat and say, well, we all fuck. No, it was you. Everybody didn't do it. It was you. You are responsible for you. I'm not responsible for you. Even if you are my partner. Whatever you say, that's you. Because guess what? You got your own mind. I got my own mind. We both have free will to think. So if I say something that is offensive, that is hurtful, or if I do something that hurt somebody, that offended somebody, don't hold my partners to the fire. Come check me. Even if they knew about it, come check me because I did it. Let me know that I messed up because guess what? I'm a person who wants to know when she fucks up. I said, I think in all of my, almost all my relationships, I have said this. I can forgive you a thousand times. But I can't forgive you for the same shit a thousand times. I took a good pause because I wanted y'all to get that. I can forgive you a thousand times, but I can't forgive you for the same shit a thousand times. I just cannot. And I am not. And what you have to do with your friends with your family, your co-workers. Hold these people accountable so you can see who the fuck they really are. Seriously. Hold people accountable so you can see who the fuck they really are. And nope, this ain't a black or white thing. This is a people thing, a human thing. You see somebody in the community with predator behavior, make it known. You see somebody in the community who is mentally unstable and they doing stuff that, that can cause harm to the community, make it known. Go talk to that person. Hey, you know you're doing X, Y, and Z. You see somebody that's doing some unsafe play, stop letting everybody go over there and play with them. You see somebody always got their name in some gossip and negativity, don't indulge. Don't do that. 
You know someone's pronouns and this person keep calling them something other than their pronouns. Correct it. And if they could, if they continue, you know what? So since you don't want to learn, we can't, mm -mm, we can't, we can't have no dealings. We can't have no dealings. And I know they probably don't, don't sit well with a lot of people. I know, but it's okay. Because y'all know that saying the old folks used to say birds of a feather flock together. Or if one of your friends doing it, then all your friends doing it. Especially in relationships, a lot of people will go, oh, so since your girl's a hoe, you out here being a hoe. Oh, since your boy's a dog, you out here being a dog. That ain't necessarily true, y'all. We were not designed to think alike. Everybody has their own mind, their own brain, their own thought process. But as far as being better people in the kink and BDSM community, we've got to start holding ourselves accountable and holding others accountable. We need to stop making making excuses for folks. Oh, they just like that. No, the hell they ain't. They ain't just like that. Believe it or not, a lot of people don't even know the shit that they're doing is wrong because nobody's ever told them it's wrong. A lot of people have never been challenged. So they don't know what it's like to be challenged and they get uncomfortable. But sometimes you got to get uncomfortable in your comfort. Because y'all know to know better is to do better. And, and that's my TED talk for today. <laughs> As usual, y'all, I really hope that this helps somebody. I hope that this starts the conversations. If I offended you, get in the mirror and ask yourself, why are you offended by what I said? If I stepped on your toes, get some steel toe boots. If I rubbed you the wrong way, put on some lotion. All I'm giving you is from my point of view and where I see things and how I see them. We already have so much crazy stuff going on in the world and in society. BDSM and kink and community is supposed to be our happy place. This is where we can be our authentic selves. We can't be imposters in this space. We can't be, uh, what is it? We, we, we can't be uh, so closed-minded that we can't be corrected. We can't be on our soapbox thinking that we're the end-all, be-all, and nobody can tell us anything because we don't know. We don't know it. I'm 48, and I still don't know all the things that I want to know. But I intentionally make an effort daily to learn something. I intentionally challenge myself to retrain my mind from those old thoughts that I used to have. Everybody's not there, and I get it. Therapy has helped me a, a lot. 
I have grown a lot from where I was to where I am, and I'm not done growing. But I also know this about me. I'm at a point in my life that if it does not feed my soul, I don't want it. Be it person, place, or thing. I don't want it. I don't want it around me. If you're full of negativity, I don't want it. If you cannot check yourself on your shit and I can't check you on your shit, I don't want you around me because I am nobody's amen corner. If I have to water myself down so you can be okay, I don't want to be next to you. I don't. And that's a whole other podcast. That's a whole other podcast. But per usual, y'all keep it safe, keep it sane, and keep it sexy. And yes, I am still looking for my BIPOC people who have albinism. Whether you're in the kink space or not, whether you are in Memphis, Mississippi, New York, wherever, I want to connect with you. I want to interact with you. I want to know what you got going on in your life. I want to know your story. Let's talk. Let's network. Let's educate. We don't need to be hiding. The world needs to see us. People need to see us out and about in their everyday life. So, I love y'all. And until next week, shopthecentralgarden.com. All right. Thank you for tuning in to The Central Garden. Once again, I am The Central Seductress, a.k.a. Mistress Alluring. You can find me on Facebook, The Central Seductress, on Instagram, The underscore Central underscore Seductress, on Twitter, The Central Garden, on TikTok, The Central Seductress 69. If you're looking to enhance your play bag and your toy essentials you can shop at thecentralgarden.com if you have any questions comments concerns even show suggestions drop me an email at thecentralgarden at gmail.com and it's spelled s-y-n-s-u-a-l check out my patreon page sign up for one of my tiers i promise you you will not be disappointed until next time Keep it safe, keep it sane, and keep it consensual.